0: My wife and I and a little girl named Tess she was a just a just a little small child, and we came uh, to this great church and I can remember uh, I can remember preaching on Sunday morning and Sunday night and I remember spending quite a bit of time with uh with uh, Bishop and Priscilla Magruder and we we visited with them and they talked to us about coming and, and pastoring the church and uh, went I remember going back and talking to my pastor my uncle brother manning and then uh, came back on wednesday night a wednesday night would have been this wednesday night here and uh, taught bible study and then met with the then board and talked to them about being a part and then uh, about a month or so later the church voted and um, uh, you saw fit to bring us here as your pastor and i was so honored and humbled by that and then uh, the the rest as they say is history we've got uh couple new additions to the family and Emma was born and then Abby was born and I was like lord I get the picture you know I mean exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think and a lot of a lot of wonderful things have taken place over the course of those 14 years and it's always this time of the year that I reflect on the on the on the past and on the fact that that we came here and we were are so blessed to be here, and then I think we we got on site around January or so, and we celebrate every year in the end of January and first part of February and have anniversary services and they're always a wonderful time and um, now, as I think about this time, uh, my mind goes to something uh, something much different uh, as Probably all of you know it was one year ago today that we lost an icon in the First United Pentecostal Church of Kennett's history as we, we lost our bishop and uh, our loss was heaven's gain. We know that we see things now from heaven's point of view and uh, we see that, that God came and that, that he's with the Lord and uh, it's, been, it's been a difficult journey over the course of the last uh, 365 days, and it was one year ago today that we we lost our bishop. It was on September the 2nd, on a Wednesday night. Uh, perhaps uh, you were here on September the 2nd of uh, 2015. Our bishop came and he he shared in this sanctuary uh, the last message that that he would uh, share. With us, And I thought that with it being the anniversary of his promotion that it would be fitting tonight for us to hear uh, a large portion of that, that message. So I've asked Brother Johnson if he would cue it up and if you would enjoy with me over the course of the next 32 minutes the last message that our bishop spoke to us here in this sanctuary one year ago on September the 2nd. 2015. Brother Johnson, if you would. Would you just lift your hands and your hearts and ask the Lord to speak to yours tonight? God, I pray Help. as our bishop comes that you would prepare the hearts of this prepare. people. God, I pray that you would allow our hearts to be receptive. God, let there be a sensitivity to the Spirit. God, I pray that as the voice of the Spirit speaks through Him, tonight, God, let it minister in such a special and significant way that we will know that we have heard from you and we will be touched by your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen a man of great faith, and it takes great faith to do what he's doing tonight. I appreciate the way in which he's ministered to everyone that comes in contact with him during this difficult time, and it's going to be a blessing to you tonight. Would you receive our bishop? God bless you. Thank you, Pastor. And thank you,
1: congregation, for coming to this service tonight. Uh, When you leave home and head to a Wednesday night service, sometimes you know uh, some of the things that are going to happen and other times you just are coming on faith is what it amounts to. And thank you for your faith in this ministry to be here tonight to receive the Word of God. It has been said already, but may I join Pastor Sharon in saying I'm glad to have... Uh, certain members of my family with me tonight. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not happy that others of them are here. It means that they're not all here. Brother Eric and Sister Michelle and Jacob and Spencer are not with us, and I wish they could be. I wish they were. But we can't mourn the missing. Wow. That might be something you need to write down. You might need to remember that. You can't mourn the missing. You need to remember You've that. got to rejoice over those that rejoice. That's what the Bible said. Rejoice with those that rejoice. Very good. Weep with those that weep. True. And hey, if you're just going to uh, be a whiner, you can't be a shiner. <laughs> and I'd a whole lot rather be a shiner is just a whiner. And you? Praise Man. God. Man. Now, you're on thin ice, but I'm skating in front of you. I mean by that, that, the thin ice is, I don't know how long I can go tonight. You may leave out of here absolutely loving me because about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and I'm finished. And you're out and on your way, rejoicing. It wasn't 10 oh, or 15 hallelujah. minutes, we by got the a way. Short night tonight. Now, my dad used to say, "Stand up to be seen, speak up to be appreciated, but sit down." Or "Speak up to be heard, but sit down if you want to be appreciated." So I guess that's the way it is. I'd have trouble doing the standing up tonight, but I hope by the time we leave here. It'll be appreciated, and you'll know that my heart is in ministering this evening. Let's see, I came to this church. Is the historian oh yeah, there he is, brother Brother Cook. The first Sunday I was here was in November, wasn't it, or was it December of 1980? It was December. Thank you. That was a question and not a cold, hard statement. Uh, In December of 1980, I came here to this church. From that moment till now, I have believed this was the place for me. I've never believed at any point in my life I was supposed to put down roots Anywhere else. And I sit here tonight in uh, this service stating with no embarrassment that these have been great years. They've been positive years. I've been blessed. God's taken care of this church when we thought the enemy was going to take care of this church. You know what I'm saying? And there's been times we've been on the mountaintop and victory's been all around us and we couldn't miss the target. Every time we squeezed the trigger, it seemed like the bullseye was struck. And there's been other times, I've walked out that back door over yonder. I'll admit, there's been a couple times I've walked out and said, I can't do this, Lord. If the devil wants it, he can have it. So it wasn't because of one person or another. It was just the frustration of the Word of God. Did you know you can let the zeal of the house of the Lord eat you up if you aren't careful? And you have to be mindful of that if you're ever going to be able to fulfill the will and the plan of God in your life. Tonight I'm not hesitant to tell you That I'm here with a word in my mouth for you, with a blessing in my heart for you, and a desire to do nothing but let you leave here more exuberant than you arrived. So if you will turn with me to the book of St. John chapter 13, St. John chapter 13. Verse 34, beginning, if you'll read it with me. A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, would everyone please say, by this, by this, boy, we could say that for about 10 or 15 times, and the cold bumps, cold chill bumps would just get bigger. By this shall all men know ye are my disciples. Ooh, la ha, sha,
0: la ha, ta. Lord. Thank
1: you, Lord. Mm. Let them know. If you have love, One to another, it didn't say one for another, it said one to another. Simon said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? And Jesus answered, said unto him, whether I go, thou knowest. Whether thou go, whether I go, thou canst not follow me now. But thou shalt follow me afterwards. Oh man, think about that afterwards, what he's talking about. Whether I go, you shall follow me afterwards. Peter said unto him, Lord, why can I not follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. Jesus answered him, Wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, the cock shall not cry. I don't want to read the rest of that one if it's all right with you, because it's a bad note. You can sit down praising the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, for your word. We thank you for this body of believers. Thank God for one another right now, for yourself being here, for the health you have. Thank you for it, Lord. We're here with a vision and a burden for your work. Hallelujah. How many of you recognized where I was reading from? I don't mean John. I announced that for you to find it. I mean, what section of Jesus' life was I reading from? It's just about finished, folks. It's It's just pretty well over. And he's reading from the prefix to the crucifix. He's getting ready to lay his life down. And if I had started earlier in that passage it would have said the way ye do not know and the way you can't come. And I go, but you can't. Right. And I know I read the part that spoke to Simon, but it, some of the others were asking, well, where are you going? Can we go? We'll yeah. lay down our lives with you. We'll take up swords and fight for you. Isn't it amazing that humanities? are so varying, so swiftly degenerative when it comes to they would die for you one day and they don't know you the next day. Or maybe the reverse is true. They don't even know you today and tomorrow. That's been my friend for 40 years. Amen. I'm experiencing a lot of that right now. From phone number to phone number, oh man, Sister Sharon, God bless her lovely sweetheart, they'll call the house and say, I've been his friend for 40 years. Can I come and see him? And she'll come in there and say to me, do you know such and such? Oh, yes, I do. Well, they're wanting to come see you. They said they knew you for 40 years. I said, yes. The last time they came and see me, they was wanting to borrow money. This time they're coming, they'll want to borrow money. Yes, sir. That's just humanity, folks. We can't, we can't estrange ourselves from everybody that we disagree with. If you start cutting yourself off from everybody that you're disagreeable to, and every one that you're unanswerable to, it'll reach the point that you've got nobody to drink uh, uh, coffee. Nobody to drink coffee with because every one of them will have written themselves on and off and on and off of your friend's page. But I'm glad that I'm in the house of the Lord tonight with a sure rock that I have a friend that will never leave you I have one that's closer than a brother he'll never let you down though the storms may rise though the winds may blow though people may turn their back or maybe it's just their face when they see you he's there he said I am with you always even even Unto the end of the world. Aren't you happy that you got a friend like that? We ought to stop right here and praise the Lord for one that never gives up on us even when we give up on Him. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank Hallelujah.
1: Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Were I to drop back, just a few pages, just a few verses. Now understand the the numbers were put in there by King James and they were specifically for King James to know where he finished on a given day and where he had to pick up in his notes on the next uh, abridgment when he was going through and And interpreting this, he wanted to get it so accurate that nobody could know what he was giving them. And they couldn't dispute it that because he went from day to day to day to day, and they had thousands of writers that were the the best in their known day. They even had Shakespeare, believe it or not, interpreting the Bible. In his time, and you can look it up, you can Google to get the actual parchments that he worked on. I don't have all of that memorized. Who do you think I am anyway? (laughs) Brother Eric would just keep a solemn face and go right on. But no, I'm not going to try to tell you I know who interpreted which part. But they had thousands of interpreters And they was just going through that for who tied it. And uh, so if I'd have skipped back a few numbers, they was at communion service. Everybody likes to get their feet washed. Did I put an R in that? There's no R in foot washing. Amen. There is an R in George Washington. But there's no R in foot washing. So uh, anyway, back to topic. uh, If you skip back just a little, they're getting their feet washed because they've already had some pretty high cotton to chop. And he's told them, if you don't love me as I have loved you, and if you don't lay down your life for a brother as I will lay down my life for the world, then you do not deserve and you cannot be called my disciples. Now that's, that's deep preaching. That's hard doctrine right there. Man, you got one of them on one side that says you'll never wash my feet. One on the other side says, can I have the seat closest to the bread bowl? And you got one just sitting there doubting everything that's happening. And so as it is, as it is, he says, if you want to come unto me, if you want to be with me, if you have deserved serving me, you've got to come the Bible way, the, why of the, the way of the Scripture. But he said, mind you, never forget, never forget, if you will love one another as I have loved you, so ye fulfill the laws of God. The laws of God are wrapped up in how we have love one to another. It didn't say one for another. You can have love for somebody by taking a bowl of baked beans or a, a cooked vessel of green beans or something else that you know they like and dropping it off at their house in a time of bereavement. Or in my case, it's, it's uh, banana pudding. I like it hot. Cooked the old-fashioned way. I like it cold. Cooked that way. I like it brought in either way. I just don't like a hot banana pudding once it goes cold. But guess what? Neither does Jesus. I would that you were either hot or cold. For the lukewarm shall I spew out of my mouth. If there's one thing Jesus cannot stand, he cannot stand the condition of lukewarmness in the fellowship of the believers. Folks, I want to tell you, we got to stay on fire. We got to stay hot or we got to be cold. And remember, I sit right in that chair right there after coming into a a Wednesday evening service similar to this one. He was unscheduled. It was not planned for him to be there. He came and checked himself into the motel and said to me, Son, I'm preaching for a few days. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but God told me to come over here and I'm preaching for you until the Lord tells me to go. Brother Jimmy Russell, and he said, "You're hot. You're 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 hot to. Uh, you're cold to mold, and you're hot to hold." And he said, "If you if you want to take steel, or if you want to take uh, iron, or if you want to take brass, or if you want to take gold or silver, all you have to do." is get the temperature up where you break it down. Well, I've seen some folk that got hot enough, I didn't want to break them down no more because they was getting ready to explode. And that's a good point. You have to learn the breaking point. But then once it reaches that point, oh my, when the impurities come to the top, did you know? Sometimes you go through hard trials, fierce trials, and all it is is God getting you to your tipping point. Saints, there are many, many things we blame the devil for that was the blessings of God. It was God getting us ready, melting us down, smelting us down, putting us in a position where all of the impurities all the fragments would melt and come to the top. So all they had to do is be scooped off of the top so that we could be hold. We could hold. We'd be hardened into a position of molding and holding for the goodness of God. It's the end time. Does anybody believe that? There was a time when You could pretty well mark the people of God. You knew who they were. But now we've reached a place where God is going to have to pass through his faithfuls one more time. One more great harvesting. It's not fun. It's not fashion. It's not what we want. But I believe with all of my heart God's coming through one more time to sift his people in a way so that the world will know and so we'll know what belongs to God and what doesn't belong to God. But beloved, understand, understand the only way you're going to be known one or the other. You're not going to be able to take a number or a name in your forehead that screams doom if we do that. We're not a part of that 666 crowd, are we? We're missing that. We're not a part of that. Jesus himself went into the, the synagogue on the day of prayer and he took the book out of the hands of the, of the priest about like I took the book tonight out of the hand of Brother Sharon and said, I want to preach on Wednesday night. I want to give the devil a black eye. The the doctors in the hospitals are not giving me a good report. The doctors in the hospitals are giving their report. But it all boils down, Pastor Sharon, to whose report are we going to believe? It all boils down, Brother Sharon, To whose report are we going to believe? And I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Him with me again right here. Praise the Lord. Jesus came into the house of prayer, into the house of God on the day of ministry. And he asked for the book of Isaiah. Here's your homework assignment. Assignment. You can look this up. It'll be exciting if you do. But your home homework assignment for uh, this service is look up that place where Jesus went in and kicked over the money changers' tables. And through the uh, the uh, transfer transfers of the uh, coin and the animals out of the house of the Lord. And he stood up and read, and he read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he hath anointed me to preach good tidings to those that are of the house of God. And if you'll find that and read it, he was reading Isaiah what, Pastor? Have you got it right there where you could read it? Get it for me if you would. I want to bring to peace the hearts of anyone that might be troubled about, yes, I believe it's the end time, but where does this put us? Is Jesus going to allow us to have our babies' heads cut off? Are we gonna are we gonna allow are we gonna be allowed to walk through the wine cre- the, the wine press and be crushed? like the grapes in the harvest. or And there's many, many, many that believe that. Many that have made careers and lots of money out of that. But I'm not against. I would be the last one in America to uh, criticize anybody for making a good living and making money. God help us, Jesus. Just a few days ago... Brother Eric come and took almost a single car garage full of uh, a product out of my house and said, I'm going to get on the interstate on, uh, on uh, Amazon.com and I'm going to sell this product and I'm going to try to move this. And I said, well, if you do, if you sell what's left of the good old days, we all tease each other the ones that were in the band and the ones that were in the singers, about that being the good old days. We ought to say the good young days because, Lord, 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 I drove from that. No, I didn't. My beautiful chauffeur drove from, drove from the house over here to the church and I thought I was going to have to send Brother McMillan and Brother uh, Johnson back in to get two more. To help me get out of the car and get into the the church building. And there was nothing good about those old days. Nothing. Those were the good young days, the good new days. So I shouldn't call those the good old days either. What did it say, Brother Sharon? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable day of the Lord, The day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees and I'm not adding to or taking from I'm just saying the trees of righteousness that's what we are go ahead the planting of the lord he that he might be glorified he did it he brought it to bear he set it in place he has it in his hand he knows who he knows how he knows when he knows what oh hallelujah Someone said you're secure if you're in good hands, Brother Marty. I believe that we're in the securest place the church has ever been because we're in the hands of the Lord God Almighty. But then in the New Testament, when he went in, was that Matthew or, or, or Luke that he went in? Can you find that one for me? What, no, where he went into the temple... And he picked up the book and read from Isaiah. Can we get what he read as well? I'm sorry? Luke chapter 4, find where he went in and, and took the book. 18, I think. See if that's where it starts. Okay, read it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to preach the acceptable day of the Lord. Watch this now. Watch this real close. Read now. And he closed the book. Jesus himself closed the book and handed it back to the high priest. He didn't go into the tribulation with his church people. He didn't take his bride into a scalding and a beating and a slaughter. He got to the point where he said, this is where it happens. This is where the second coming is. For my bride. And he closed the book and handed it back to the high priest. Listen, I'm going to tell you what my belief is. And you can set me straight, Brother Sharon. And I'll gladly just sit and smile and take it. But I'm convinced Jesus knew when he was coming back. He said, No man knoweth the day of his coming except the Father. It's in His hands, and it's in His time. And Jesus was in the Father, and the Father was in Jesus. The Holy Ghost shall the Father send you in my name. So there's no other name that the Holy Ghost comes in other than the name of Jesus. So Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, it's all in Him, but praise God. He set the time for his second appearing and he closed the book when he knew I'm done with that. He didn't choose you to be his bride so you'd get beaten up, scalded, your throats cut, your babies drug across the altars and killed. He put it in the book to the point that he wanted it and then he handed the book back to the high priest I've always preached and always believed. I think everybody that wants to go through the great tribulation ought to get to. Everybody that desires to go through it ought to get to go through it. It's just that simple. But I'll tell you what, I'm going out with Jesus when he comes. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. And let me tell you this, church family, we're getting ready to go. We're closer to the coming of the Lord than we've ever seen or we've ever known. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready. Can I get a witness?
0: Why don't we all stand and just thank God for the wonderful word that we received then and have tonight, God I want to be ready why don't you tell him that, Lord I want to love one another, I want to example that, and I want to be ready when you come, Lord I thank you that you are, the spirit of the Lord is upon us, because you have anointed us to preach good tidings unto the meek Lord, you've sent us to bind up the brokenhearted, just as we heard Lord to proclaim liberty to the captives, to the opening of the prison to them that are bound Lord, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, God I believe That you are here to give us beauty for ashes Oil of joy for mourning And the garment of praise For a spirit of heaviness How many of you will receive a garment of praise right now For a spirit of heaviness Come on, before we leave tonight Why don't we just give God some praise And allow Him to give us a garment of praise For a spirit of heaviness God, I thank you for the man of God I thank you for the bishop I thank you Lord for the wonderful years That he was here And ministered to this great body I pray That even in His passing, God, as we commemorate, and it was one year ago that we lost Him to His promotion, I pray, God, that we would allow Your Spirit to give us a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. And that we would be ready. How many of you heard the words of our bishop? I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. Does anybody want to be ready? I want to be ready tonight, Lord. I want to be ready tonight, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I turned to Brother Donnie and said, that's a classic. That is a classic message. And to think that that only 12 days removed from what we heard him share there this evening, what he shared on the 2nd of September 2015, that on the 14th day of September 2014, that our bishop would receive his promotion. He's where we all want to be, and I want to be ready, don't you? I uh, think that it would be fitting if we could just uh, observe a moment of silence tonight in honor of our bishop and his memory. So if you would, pause with me for just a few moments and reflect upon the memories of Carol Magruder. I think that it would also be fitting if we would offer thanks to our God for the wonderful years of service that he gave to this great church. Would you give thanks to the Lord for the life and ministry of Carol Magruder? Thank you, Lord, for the life, for the ministry of our beloved bishop. Thank you, God, for the many... A multitude of times that we heard him come as we heard him minister that classic message tonight. God, we heard him a multitude of times and he prepared us that we might be ready like he said and he was ready. Help us too to be ready and we thank you for the wonderful life and ministry of our bishop. On the 27th through the 30th of this month, September, it's our understanding that our bishop will be inducted into the gospel music association hall of fame They have contacted us and made us aware of that. I don't know that we have the specific date yet They're supposed to let us know that that also is the same time that we will be having our general conference and i've been in Communication and there will be a special memorial for him there that we will be at for certain uh, And so let's be in prayer that that will be a time that will celebrate the life and ministry of our bishop He certainly is missed and uh, I could just go back in my mind, how many of you were here that night and heard that wonderful message and how refreshing it is again on this one year celebration of his home going uh, that we would hear that again. So I trust that you enjoyed that but more than simply enjoyed that but that you received from that and that we are bettered by that. I want to be ready and I want to do what we heard preached to us that night. And this. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this service. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord.